Midweek Muscle Podcast. Midweek. The Midweek Muscle Podcast starts now. Hey, everybody. Good morning. This is Jay-Z bringing you your dose of the Midweek Muscle. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Whenever you're choosing to listen to this cast, I just want to say I hope your day, afternoon, or evening is going well. And I just want to take the time to say thank you for joining us as we prepare to divulge in a topic this week um, <clears throat> as it, as it kind of taps into the way we think and the way we feel. Uh, but before I get there, like, I just want to share with you guys, like, just just some changes, right, with the midweek muscle. And, and it pains me to say this, but, you know, you guys know me. We've been together for now for over a year. And uh, you know that I want to be everything for everyone. But after some long and thoughtful decision making, I, I've decided that I cannot be everything for everyone. And I cannot uh, be specific with one topic and surface level with the other uh, which means that I have to I have to sort of switch the dynamic of the audience with whom I'm talking to I do believe in support I do believe in grief I do believe in in all the elements that make us whole as humans and personal development but as far as the nature of the midweek muscle we have to adjust our talk so that way it, it fits for not for everyone. The, the messages that I talk about are not going to be for everyone. And I had to come to that heart realization. And so I, I hope that you guys forgive me when I don't talk about a specific topic in depth um, like I tried to before. Um, but I hope that you understand the direction in which I'm going. So if there's something you want to talk about, please hit me up. You know, I have several different platforms, email, there's Facebook, there's Twitter, there's Instagram. Um, but then there's also elements of I am speaking when I speak is, is definitely coming from the heart and it's definitely coming from backed research uh, and evidence based research at that where it's not it's, 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 it's not going to be for everyone. Simply put, it just will not be. Um, and, and I apologize in advance. So if you if you're listening to a cast and you feel like this just not is not for me and this is just not my cup of tea. I will have to say okay to that, and I and I and I'm sorry that it wasn't what I hoped it would be for you. But if you know someone of who this would be for, pass it along because otherwise you would be hoarders of a good message and a possibly good message to someone you love and care about. Um, so it kind of segues into my tone and my voice, and you know I don't sound as excited and as chipper as I usually do because I'm feeling a little down. Um, and this is, come on, it's been on me for a couple weeks now. And it's like, you know, I'm a real person. And although motivation is my factor and I believe in that, you know, it's okay for me to feel hurt too. Um, so the topic, uh, that I want to talk about today is just simply the idea of self-love and yeah, I'm gonna go there. It's not going to be a motivating rah, rah, rah talk this morning or this afternoon or this evening. It's going to be a, a talk in your about being in your feelings because quite frankly I'm in my feelings um, and I'm in my feelings because I have to make these changes um, I'm in my feelings because I believe in growth and progression 
Um, and I'm in my feelings because, you know, like some things don't happen the way you want them to in life. And you, and, and you have to be able to uh, identify with those things. So we're going to talk about self-love today. And, uh, you know, I kind of just scribbled. I don't really have a script. I'm just kind of going to go off cuff. But some ideas came to mind when I was thinking about, you know, what I was going to talk about. Uh, and it really came to mind, you know, like, let's think about it. The seven deadly sins. Can we name those off? Like, do we know what those are? Seven deadly sins. Like if you overconsume in one of these seven areas, you know, you will not have the life you thought of is, is the, is the thing that will possess you instead of you having possession over your life, etc. Um, so the seven deadly sins, greed, lust, envy, wrath, sloth, pride, and gluttony. So if we put those as the number one source for the reason for why we do things, we will end up being slaves to those sources. So if I emotionally and physically connect with food, that will be ultimately my demise. If I if I'm always chartered by greed, I have to have, I have to have, I have to have more, I have to have more, then that will ultimately be my demise because people will always see you as a taker and never as a balanced giver. Um, Wrath, if you're managed by anger, that anger eventually will start to become toxic to your internal body. It will cause you to grow old and bitter and you will potentially, uh, you know, suffer the consequences physically, emotionally, and uh, within your relationships from having a lot of wrath. Um, and we can go on in the, each of these, but I think you get the point. But along with the seven deadly sins, there are also seven virtues. And three of those seven virtues are virtues of faith. So it requires you to have a belief system. So, And those are prudence, temperance, justice, courage, faith, hope, and charity. And it almost would seem as if these were complete opposite of the seven deadly sins, but actually these are the things that help you keep control over those seven things that may have a grip on your life or a stronghold on your life. And the reason why we talk about those things is that in order not to become greedy or lustful or envious or prideful or or, or, or glutton um, to, to food and the food you eat is that you have to be serious or prudent about who you are as a person and what you believe in. You have to operate in some sort of temperance and which, you know, some accountability to yourself. And you have to have the courage to tell yourself yes and no when it's appropriate, right? The thing that I love most is that hope. The reason why that's a virtue of faith is that no one can give you hope. That is something that you must believe in. Which sort of segues me into this whole topic of self-love as well, because self-love by itself is, the definition is, the instinct by which one's actions are directed to the promotion of one's own welfare or well-being, especially an excessive regard for one's own advantage. So, okay, so we take this definition of self-love and inherently it feels bad. But if you are prudent and temperate and fair and have the courage to tell yourself what's good for your body, what's not good for your body, and tell yourself yes and no in the appropriate manners, self-love is a very good thing. If those virtues are not there, then we are looking at elements of conceit, 
vanity or even narcissism where you are egocentric the world revolves around you not your place in the world now why does this matter for when it comes to matters of the heart or chasing your desires or going after a goal or going after something that you should fortify yourself with mental toughness is because without self-love there's no progression Without self-love, there's a limited worldview. You always think you can't do it, and because you can't do it, you keep yourself in a box and you won't experience limited worldview. But then what also comes with that limited worldview is shame and self-criticism, which, like I mentioned a little bit before, can lead to some sort of inner rebellion or just the simple fact that you give up. People, hear me when I say, if you have an ambition, if you have a goal, if you have a dream, if you have a desire, if you have a business, if you are wanting to be a business owner, you cannot do it successfully without an element or the full elements of self-love. Why not? Because as um, a, a doctor said, a PhD, Melanie Greenberg, she said, in order to have self-love or self-compassion, it means that in order to have self-compassion, it gives, you, it gives you hope and allows you to trust the process of change. Listen, whenever you're chasing a goal or a value or a dream, things change. Not just with business, but with your relationships, but with your family, but with the people who you call friends. The people who you thought were your network of support. Things change. And so if you do not have the self-love or the self-compassion to know the truth of yourself and how you fit into the world, not the other way around, not how the world fits into you. If you do not have the self-love or the self-compassion to know who you are and how you fit into the world, your dreams will shatter. And you'll stop in place or you'll give up on them or you'll create an excuse for why it can't exist. The same doctor went on to say, you know, there, there are some things that we have to recognize. Like self-love doesn't look the same for everyone. I need you guys to know that because my self-love might be exhibited a little differently than yours. Uh, and from the next person and the next person. And I think that's okay. The difference is, is that this doctor says that these elements must be present. Here are the eight. Recognition. Acceptance. Imagination. Challenging the negative stories about yourself. Having the thought process of everyone messes up at times. Deciding forgiveness and to whom it should be for. Self-talk to encourage yourself. And also, as a little suggestion from her, to be a life coach for yourself. Now, what, like, all of these mean something, but... At the end of the day, you have to understand that most of the time when we are going after something that we really want, we have self-limiting thoughts, especially if the goal is super huge. Oh, I'll never be able to get that. I don't think I can do it. Those are the things that ring true of us all the time, but we have to be able to recognize that our feelings are real. 
Maybe you do feel overwhelmed. Maybe you do have a little bit of anxiety. Maybe you do feel really sad about the changes that have occurred. You have to recognize those things. You have to accept that changes occur and that your feelings are what they are. But the imagination part, which was pretty interesting, is that she said, what would you give? What advice would you give if you saw like someone you cared about or someone you love if they were going through this hard time? What would you do? What would you give? What advice would you give them? And if that's what you would give them, then wouldn't you follow those things for yourself? At least you should, according to this doctor. Uh, challenge the negative stories about yourself. Oh, I can never do that. Whenever you're chasing a big goal, that probably will be an element of your story. Because it is a mine. Very regularly, actually. Um, but again, the recognition piece and the thought that, you know, everybody messes up and it's okay to make mistakes. Because guess what? If there's something that needs to change, I recognize that and I can move forward. But again, everybody's self-love looks a little different. And I was talking to a, a good friend about this, and she had she had actually said, too, that, you know, and I love what she said, and it's so true. The doctors will tell you this, too. She actually works for a hospital, so I take her word as gold. She said, you actually, you need self-love to have a healthy concept of what makes you happy. Because otherwise, you'll use unhealthy tactics in unhealthy ways, trying to fill a void that will never be filled. And, and I think that's so true. And, and, and I want to speak to everyone uh, today and just sharing that you have to know where your limitations fall to. You may be super strong in some areas, but you have to accept where you may not be so strong. And it's okay to seek help for those things, whether it be therapy whether it be self-talk, positive self-talk, whether it be consulting with good friends or experts in the field, whether it be connecting with a mentor like my last podcast, there are elements of help that we just neglect. And if we neglect those things, that's part of not practicing a virtue and that's part of, not, that's part of participating not in a place of self-love. So if we're being really real with ourselves about what this looks like, we're silent suffering over things that we don't have to. So before anyone can address any desire of the heart, you first must be in a place where, one, you're trying to operate as healthy as you can. You're operating in a sense of balance, temperance, and you have an amount of self-love that will support acknowledging, one, where you've made mistakes, or two, where any effort you give is worth it especially if it's chasing something that you that that is a goal of yours for peaceful and productive change. If it's a goal of yours for self-destruction, violence or anything that tears you down, that is not a goal, that is just simply destruction and it has no place. It has no place. But self-love or self-compassion actually helps to support the things that you want to go after because when you know that to be true of yourself, you'll feel more confident into chasing those things. And if there's anything like, you know, and the reason why this becomes so complex is because if there's anything about the brain that we want to understand, we have to understand that the brain is segmented into different parts, right? It is segmented into the domestic part of the brain, the, the part that's responsible for domestication, our aspiring part of the brain, our animal part of the brain, 
our perceptive part of the brain, our self-reflecting part of the brain, our reflectives part of the brain, and the moral parts of the brain. Now, I'll break those down really quick. Domestic is where we receive our friendships. Aspiring is where we get or derive our self-esteem. Animal is where we get our sense of combativeness or our sense of competition or, you know, the lust part where we feel like we have certain pleasures. And some of that rests within the, um, the uh, limbic system and the hippocampus, and those are se several segments of the brain. But for the most part, your animalistic or your survival mode is where that part of the brain lives. Uh, combativeness or fear, if you will. Uh, perceptives is where you derive your individuality. Self-reflection is where your mindfulness of yourself comes from. Reflectives is where your memory comes from. And last but not least, your moral is the part that gives you hope. Now, the interesting thing about the part of the brain is that the part of the brain that gives you self-esteem the part of the brain that gives you your rationality or your individuality and the part of the brain that operates out of fear are nowhere near each other. So if I'm operating out of fear, the other two are offline. If I'm operating from a place of individuality and rationality, I, I have to train my brain not to be combative and not to operate out of fear if I know this is not true about myself. But even if I have different thoughts about that, or even if I know this not to be true of myself, I still have a part of the brain that's different from where self-esteem comes from. So no wonder why it takes a lot of work for us to train and retrain and retrain and retrain and retrain the way we think. And that is why self-love or self-compassion is so important when it comes down to acquiring or chasing after any goal because I'm going to tell you what <clears throat> if you're chasing something and that element of self-love is non-existent you can never truly appreciate that thing for what it is or that person even it doesn't have to be a thing it could be people if your self-love or self-compassion isn't at the magnitude where it is in practice you will always be operating out of a place of where fear can take over. And remember, when fear takes over, the other segments of the brain are offline. You're only in survival and combative mode. So that is why, again, self-love and self-compassion are so important to the process of healing and to the process of development and through the process of starting anything new. Because self-love or self-compassion gives you confidence to chase those goals or those ambitions. Without it, you'll ultimately end up chasing none. Hey guys, it's so funny. I said 10 to 15 minutes and I hear lately I've been going into 20. It must mean a lot is on my mind. And thank you guys for allowing me to empty my tank with you guys. Um, you know, I love hearing from you guys and I love being able to share with you guys. And I hope that you found this week... Um, insightful and sorry if I went a lot into your feelings but again it's, it's kind of how I'm feeling right now um, I'll bounce back you know I, it's just I, I just it's a little bit of a pep talk for myself too because when you're weak you kind of have to pull on your community to make you feel strong um, especially if you're in that place where you need it and and I ultimately have to practice what I preach here too on self-love and and not give up and not think 
of negative thoughts of myself when things don't go the way how I plan. Um, but um, I hope you guys can get out there and, and, and really um, understand how dynamic this thing is for anything that we do and, and for anybody who we put ourselves around. I always say uh, you have to protect the energy that you keep and you have to protect the energy that you have. Uh, but even sometimes, no matter how much protecting you do, it can still be compromised. And when it's compromised, what is the thing that you resort back to? That element of hope, which means you have to have an element of faith or belief in something. And then you have to have an element of self-love that is in practice every day. So you ultimately can bounce back and get back to the chase. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed what I had to share with you guys today. Comments, concerns, questions, thoughts, feedback, hit me up, Facebook, Instagram, at The Midweek Muscle, Twitter, at Midweek Muscle, or Jay-Z at TheMidweekMuscle.com. I thank you guys from the bottom of my heart. I really, 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 really do. The feedback from the mentor uh, segment was amazing. So I, I, I want to continue to encourage you guys. Keep reaching out. It means a lot to me. And obviously, I cannot do any of this without you guys. So thank you so much. Let's go out there. Let's have a thought about what self-love means to you and, and what you can do to be in full practice of it as much as you can be. And uh, ultimately, let's do what we always know how to do. Let's get out there. Let's make it the best possible week we can. And ultimately, let's go. I'll catch you guys next week. Peace and love. Thanks. <laughs>